The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We're going to talk about the government in a different guise uh, for the moment. I suspect lots of people will continue getting in touch, though. Um, the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, uh, she today has uh, published the School Transportation Scheme 2030 report. So what it does is it purports to massively expand the school bus service. This is kind of a hardy perennial story. Every September there are people who lose out. And on this show and elsewhere we have spoken to families whereby one child will get a ticket for the bus and another child won't. Both go into the same school. In other words, the bus comes, picks up one kid and then the family pile into the car and drive behind the bus to the same school. That type of thing repeated up and down the country. The plan is you will see less of it. So joining me to discuss is Catherine Rossiter. She's a committee member of Sandy Mount in Able Ireland and the Schools Parents Association in Dublin. And Caroline, who is a parent in Gorn in Kilkenny. Uh, Caroline, you're welcome to the show. I, I want to come to you first because um, I don't, we've spoken to you previously and you've long campaigned for kind of reform of how this system works. So, so do you welcome this news today? Hi, Kieran. Thanks for having me on. I do. I do welcome the review and the report um, out today. I was. I listened to it this morning driving in, and then I was trying to catch up on it today in work. Um, the eligibility criteria that is like probably the most significant part. I think that would be welcome maybe across the country, particularly in rural areas, which would be where we are in in Gorn and County Kilkenny. Um, the criteria of you having to be a certain distance from a school and having to attend your nearest, their deemed nearest school to you um, has been an issue for years and years and years. As you said, it, it repeats every every year. Um, just in our own area, we've been campaigning for the last two and a half years. Um, we have more than kids, we've more kids than the, the buses can service in our area. We've kind of like three local primary schools um, heading into Kilkenny City for secondary schools and there's four or five schools um, but there isn't enough capacity on the buses for the numbers that we have and our communities are growing and there's lots of new houses and um, lots of new kids and there just isn't spaces on the buses so that's another issue so capacity has to be improved you know increased um, but definitely we'd welcome the, the measures proposed absolutely Um the, it seems to be what I'm reading um, is it's going to be phased in over a couple of years. Mm. Um, the first phase, if if they're going from the 4.8 kilometre down to two kilometres, um, that will be very, very welcome. Um, so that would mean that more kids become eligible instead of being in the concessionary um, section, which most of us in our area are, I would say 80% of people on our buses of the kids are concessionary places. Okay. And the reason for that, Kieran, is bus air and up to date have deemed our nearest school. It's a kilometre less than the schools most of our kids go to, but it's in a different county. And they deem that the nearest school that our kids should be attending in their eyes. Um, whereas it doesn't work for most families that they're coming to Kilkenny for work or they're you know, that's the direction. They live in County Kilkenny and they just want to attend the schools in Kilkenny. They they, um, they want to send you to Bagnestown or, or the vocational school in yeah, Boris, is that it? In Boris, that's it. They were the two that'd be nearest, yeah. Um, there isn't a bus from Gorn or Goresbridge that services Bagnestown School. So that's 
kind of ludicrous, to be honest. Okay. Um, there's always so. So even if he had acquiesced, if you turned around and said, "Oh yeah, great, okay, we'll do that," uh, I mean, the the answer would have been, In "Well, actually, actually, we don't actually have a bus that does that route yeah. anyway." Yeah, and that's what we've said to them right. year after year after year. So they'd have to actually put on a bus. Then they'd be forced to put on a bus because that would be the nearest school. So at the moment, we have two fifty-four seater buses leaving Gorn every morning and coming back in the evening. Um, what's really thrown chaos into the whole system for us is two years ago, obviously, with the, the cost of living crisis, the, the cost of the bus tickets were reduced down to, was it 50 quid or something? Yeah. The first time they did it. Like, which I know is a welcome measure with the cost of living, but what it did then was it opened it wide for people that weren't relying on the bus to apply for tickets because it was just 50 quid. Up to that, like I'd been paying, I have two sons, I'd been paying, the the, the cap was 650 or 700 per family. And I would pay twice that to have my kids on the bus. That's how much it means okay. to, to us as a family and most families in our area. And then it opened it up and kids that maybe were driving to school, getting lifts that were closer to Kilkenny, they just applied and had tickets because they were in the they were inside yeah. of that 4.8 kilometres. So they became eligible. And then it threw more people into the, into the concessionary mm. and then we just, there wasn't enough places. But those, like we, we've been following the buses for two and a half years and doing our own little kind of uh, audit on it. And I can tell you, like most of the, them are not using their tickets and the buses are, you know, there's loads of empty seats. Yeah. And then there's poor kids with no tickets having to be, you know, parents changing their work schedules. Mm get them to school. You um, know, it's just been crazy. I, I mentioned Catherine Rossiter is with us as well. She's a committee member for the Sandy Mountain Able Ireland School Parents Association in Dublin. Catherine, I, I understand you had a slightly different reaction when you saw the story today. Yeah, I mean, I first saw it mentioned in the weekend newspapers um, last weekend and my heart sank when I read it. And First of all, I think it's commendable that the, the government want to provide transport for all children and show they, so they should to help their education but my heart sank because I thought what's going to happen to special education buses I already wrote to the minister uh, last August when we had a debacle in our school and children had no school bus places for six weeks to ask the minister to ring fence special education buses before they would then offer extra bus places to additional children like for me this is castles in the air there is you know there are not enough buses for the children in Ireland currently there are not enough drivers um, so how, they, how do they propose extending the scheme when the current system is, is not fit for purpose? And that's the point I made, you know, to the minister. And there are children with disabilities that, you know, I, you know I'm not saying that they're more special than other children, but they're not able to, to go on public transport. They have to have a bus escort to administer emergency medication and children with profound extra needs. There's only a couple of them on a bus at a time. So I'd like to see those services ring fenced before any additional places are offered to anybody else. So, I mean, we were talking in a different context about the deposit return scheme, about kind of political capital being limit, limited. Oh, yeah. I mean, in this situation, I guess your complaint is that like, resources are being limited and what the government should be spending those limited resources on are, are children who need them most, is it? 
Well, all children. I mean, I have a couple of solutions for the government. The, the government could offer some kind of funding to help. I, I spoke to several bus driver companies last August when I was working on this and lobbying. And, you know, a couple of them would like extra buses, but they just don't have the funding. And if the government could make some discounted funding available to them, they'd be in a position to buy the buses. And my understanding is that the contracts that bus air and subcontracts out are for four year terms. Now, the cost of living and fuel in, in the last two years has rocketed, so that needs to be looked at. The actual contractual nature of it, the availability of buses, and the, uh, Brexit has caused delays to, um, to the production of buses. But then the issue is drivers. So could the government not look at drivers from Bus Erin, from Dublin Bus and other mm. bus companies who are retired early and incentivise them to work eight months per year? There's, a, you know, there's huge issues underpinning this, and the government, from my mind, cannot come out and just say we're offering all children these bus places because the pie is only a certain size and you can't keep subdividing it more and more. Yeah. And I think every child should have a right to a school bus place, not just special education. But we, we need extra help to make it equitable for us. It's, it's not a level playing field, sadly, that our children operate from. Catherine Rossiter, committee member for Sandy Mountain Able Ireland School Parents Association. Caroline is a parent in Gorn in County Kilkenny. I thank you both very much uh, for joining me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.